Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Blessing. <laughs> awesome. Me, brethren. Blessings. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Blessings to wherever you are in the world. Maybe brought this peace, this joy, and this uplifting empowerment as we are here for another epic episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. I'm here with my brethren, Alec. Andrew, brother, we are here in beautiful Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> sitting atop the Vishnu's couch. Vishnu's couch. <laughs> yes, that is the name of my bed. It's an incredible bed. Check the YouTube for videos of all yoga revealed, and you can see where I reside. Yes, indeed. A beautiful <laughs> space, indeed. I've been just reminiscing of this uh, wonderful heart-centered mandala magic, and I'm like, wow. So much intention comes in being mm. Alec Vishal Rubin. Mm. Well, you know, once upon a time, I wanted to sleep more intentionally. And so I sought out a woodworker who made this incredible bed and triangles and, you know, pyramids have always inspired me and you and mm -hmm. our race, our, our, our species. <laughs> and so I found this incredible Sri Yantra, this heart Sri Yantra, and it sleeps right above me as I journey into the... The, the dream realm. Dude, I feel like some of the reasons why I, I've been most connected with you over these past years is just your heart-centered awareness. Just how intentional you are mm. and what you do and mm. how kind and truly compassionate you are mm. in the way that you live your life. Mm. And so it's been an honor to have the opportunity to reconnect here mm. in a very auspicious time in Boulder. And... Um, I feel that we got to give a little listeners like a little bit of framework on what we've been up to this past few days. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally got in on uh, Saturday evening. Friday. No, Friday? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah time I, right what a weird thing right <laughs> just a wild concept and uh essentially from arriving um it's been absolutely incredible i mean mm. it's been a really beautiful experience going to red rocks uh teaching yoga to Your second time there yeah second time there you know first Best time... venue on earth <laughs> it's it's one of them <laughs> it's pretty incredible and um had the opportunity to teach yoga to a thousand two hundred yogis with you up on stage supporting mm-hmm. me in in this beautiful community and it was absolutely incredible and that was also a very special day for you as well right yeah it was an incredibly auspicious day April 10th, 2017 was a transformative day for my life. I, a best friend, Matt Lackey, had passed and left his human physical form. And just the auspiciousness of that day, to give listeners a little framework, you know, in death is something that if maybe by now you have not yet been touched by it, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. We will be touched by death. And it might not be your own death because we might not have the cognizance of like, I'm dying to being dead. That yeah. like glimpse of the moment. I don't know. I haven't. I'm. I'm not there. You're not there. You're not there. Whoever's listening, but we'll all be there. And so for me, that was my my fifth or fourth kiss to death. But like first time was a best friend. And the auspiciousness was, I last saw Matt Lackey on October 26, 2016, at one of Boulder's first daybreakers ever, and then. I found out Matt had passed after a six-month Southeast Asian yogic study trip in India where I happened to have landed in Venice with you before heading home. Mm-hmm. And I was with you when I found out Matt had passed. Yeah, I and remember. Then, I remember you like <laughs> woke that, you that up. morning. Yeah, you woke me up and you're like, I got to go. I got to leave. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, we just got here. Yeah. We got yoga reveal stuff to do. I was like, my best friend just died. I got to I gotta go home. And so I did, and the auspiciousness is five years later to the date, I'm with you, and you're teaching yoga at a Daybreakers at the one and only legendary Red Rocks, where also it was the first time in Red Rocks history, we got to dance on stage. And in my first history, where I also got to bring the Love Life sign Mm -hmm. into Red Rocks, which I've been trying to do for like 11 years, (laughs) because apparently the Love Life sign is a weapon of love. Yes, it is dangerous. It is dangerous, you know? Yes. Some people see it and just instantly, heart open to where it is. Heart expansion immediately. So, yeah, it was a really powerful day. And every moment that I believe that we step into the moment with the level of heart awareness of how do I feel? What's mm-hmm. present for me? How can I not only use this feeling of medicine, but also transmute the experience? Because sometimes maybe this, this, this experience isn't, what I'm wanting to bring forward to my community. So how do I transmute? Mm -hmm. I could have chosen to be sad on Sunday or sad. Yeah. Sunday, Mm -hmm. but rather I was in a state of celebration. I was in a state of joyful remembrance Mm -hmm. and it was an honor and the auspicious, I mean the synchronicity of just how divine aligned it, alignment is. I heard you say something so incredible, and I'm, 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 I'm tapping it in. And this one thing I've always been inspired by you mm-hmm. is your intentionality with words. Mm-hmm. And the, not only the poetic nature that you have and the, the high-level congruence to great spirit, the awareness of your own heart and the intellect of your mind and unifying these things. I heard you say, you were talking to Brother Kai, and you said... 
I'm going at the most divine pace there is. Mm-hmm. The pace of trust. Yeah. And I think everybody can tune into that medicine so deeply so yes this weekend has been incredible yeah and we have really been moving at the speed of trust i feel that that's that's the pace that life enjoys us to progress at Mm. and i feel that oftentimes we try to control the pace we try to push the pace Mm. and sometimes we even try to slow down things when you know it's really like meant to be had at that speed and so essentially it's truly trusting the universal law of time and I feel that, you know, in time we do heal. And one thing that I did want to touch on is, you know, with your best friend passing away, um, a lot of our listeners out there have had loved ones mm. who have passed away, especially during this pandemic. Mm. This pandemic has been really um, a huge learning experience for a lot of us mm. and learning in the space of death, mm. of passing, of mm. grieving. Mm. So for our listeners out there who are listening, who perhaps have had loved ones who have passed away, what would you say are some of the main practices and uh, some of the nurturing, um, you know, remedies that have helped you in coping with the passing of your best friend? Mm, Wow. Yeah. Well, first, thank you for the question. And second, to all those who have been impacted by the kiss of death of a best friend, a family member, an elderly, um, incredible pillar of your family. I'm, I'm deepest condolences. I feel for you. We feel for you. And the planet feels together. And for me, some of my biggest pathways of progressing along the journey of healing through the passing of a beloved has first off been to feel it to its core. Our culture is so like, you know, if you've been blessed to travel the world and you've been blessed to maybe go to incredible locations like Bali, Mm -hmm. likely you've seen a funeral on the street. Yeah. It's very open. Mm -hmm. Varanasi. Yeah. And in India, I mean, death is on the streets, literally. And like, you know, you're not, you're not going to really see a funeral walking down the street at Pearl Street in your city. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're, just, you're not going to see it. Yeah, It's going to be a rarity. Um, so for me, to feel it to its core has been definitely one of the biggest things. And I've noticed as I navigate the journey of grief, you know, there are five stages of grief. I can't list them off the top of my head right now. But what I will say, on the other end of grief is a wellspring of infinite love. Hmm. Because... The grief is, the sadness is really just a honor of that which has been shared and which is fondly thought and felt into and in, in some for some de- dearly missed. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to transmute that journey. So for me, I have literally, I'm looking at it right now, I've literally had an, a photo, my favorite photo of Matt Lackey and I on my altar. We're at Burning Man and mm. we're both in our underwear and it's just awesome. <laughs> so that's been one way that I honor his memory. I, 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 I have picture of uh, my brother on my altar with different things on my altar that, re- that remind me of him or omens that show me that he's actually, he's actually with me. Um, that's one big thing for me. And then I also love to, like, once a year, I do the right things that are in honor of his memory on his passing day mm-hmm. and on his birthday as well. 
Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been absolutely incredible. I, I love Matt Lackey and I love life. I love being able to have this deeper awareness to also the fragility mm-hmm. of life. I mean, you know, I had surgery like, um, like five, six weeks ago and <laughs> it put me on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was, that's just, I'm, we're so fragile. And and when we get in the grind and we get in the day to day, even when there's a level of, I think, awareness, sometimes we can forget how fragile our bodies are mm-hmm. until impact comes. Yep. So that's what I would share for those who, who have been impacted in this, in this, this pandemic, grab one of your favorite photos, get it framed and put it on your altar. If you don't have an altar yet. This make might be a alter. good moment. <laughs> yeah, make an altar. It's actually going to show just, you know, right over here I have my altar with my pyrodyne, my meditation, magical pyramid, and all of my, you know, malas and different, you know, things that I really feel are sacred to me. And I travel with them, you know, and I travel all around the world and I, I don't forget these items because they're items that bring me back to that awareness of myself and back to the awareness of my practice and back to the awareness of the interconnected webs of spirit that mm. literally bring us all together. Equilibrium. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, I do have my altar at home as well, which is obviously more robust than my travel <laughs> yes, um, yes. Uh, um, altar, but I feel it is very important to have a spiritual practice where you do have, you know, these different, um, talisman that actually bring you back to that awareness Mm. of spirit and bring you back to that awareness that we're all connected Mm. and also bring you back to that that comfort of like "Mm, these are my sacred items that i travel with you Mm -hmm. know and it brings you back to that heartfelt awareness yeah I, i i also have a beautiful travel altar and i think i've done that ever since i made my first altar i remember when spirituality came to me here in boulder Club when i discovered this journey of spirit within self and i was like wow i'm gonna explore this i went to the store and i bought this you know the big old crystal book like the cliche crystal mm-hmm. book that everyone has i don't know the name but you you know what i'm talking about yes and crystal bible 101 yes crystal <laughs> bible 101 you can find it in your nearest crystal store and uh, i remember discovering these things called chakras and these energy centers so Mm -hmm. i was like okay well i'm gonna choose one stone for each chakra Mm -hmm. and it's so funny that i look back this is 11 years ago i chose the most expensive stone for every single chakra i'm talking like if you know heliodor (laughs) it's for solar plexus and you know like a nice little size of heliodor the size of your pinky is I have one now, 10 years later, mm-hmm. like $800. And, and I was a freshman in college. I was like, um, there's no way. Yeah. You know, so it's, I love the intentionality of travel altars. Definitely. It's awesome. Definitely. And just to speak to, you know, we were talking a little bit about, you know, this concept of like how we've progressed in time, mm. you know, like when we started this, what, like five, five six years, years ago, ago almost now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were so young in our exploration of yoga. Um, but also I feel that, you know, in practicing yoga now for 13 years and, you know, getting to this place now where I'm teaching on stage and, you know, getting paid to fly around the world. And like, it's like, there's been a huge progress of both of our paths. Mm -hmm. And I feel so often that, um, you know, a lot of the yogis, uh, always ask me like, how, how am I able to, 
you know, monetize my practice of yoga, but at the same time still have a spiritual practice. So I wanted to speak a little bit to that Please, and, and how that. and how you have, you know, like not only grown in your own practice, but also mm-hmm. grown in your, um, you know, in your Purium mm-hmm. and, you know, really created like I saw your award over there for like Black mm. Diamond. Like, yeah, yeah like <laughs> you, you've gone big in that space. And, Thank you. And, and how do you still ground yourself in this spiritual awareness? Well, first off, it comes back. Thank you. But first off, it comes back to having an altar. I mean, I have things upon my altar in my room and in Annie's room Mm -hmm. and for her altar and in the outside living room altar that Mm -hmm. tap me into this, this center. Yeah. This, this vision, you know, I think when, um, I don't think I know when 70 to 80% of your language becomes a level of vision, solutions, opportunities, and and in personal storytelling, mm-hmm. I believe we know that we're spending the right time with the right people. Mm. You know, so for me, even on my bathroom, you might have seen it, Andrew. There are money affirmations mm-hmm. that I'm not like the best artist, but <laughs> it's perfect to me, and oh, I like I, I watercolored a, a heart circle with green with green green heart circle and i wrote some money affirmations and one of those affirmations are money and spirituality can coexist in harmony and service mm-hmm. money is current energetic currency and it is something that has transformed me in my own life from when i used to identify that i had to make my money teaching 15 to 20 classes of yoga a week in order to be in service mm-hmm. and that was before i met you yeah and even when i met you yeah i and remember then, you were teaching non-stop over all the, the yoga time. pod yoga pod corporate yoga samadhi little yoga studio prana i was literally everywhere in boulder because i wanted to be the yoga teacher and then i remember the summer that after the summer that i met you i cre- i i accessed one of my bigger dreams mm-hmm. and that was teaching at every single festival that i wanted mm-hmm. and you know with that comes free tickets exactly which is awesome <laughs> and then a year after i was like wait hum i don't know if if i actually want to be teaching this much for mm-hmm. the amount of pay that i'm receiving mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong let's say that you're a new teacher you got to put your doing Yep. You got to put your doing you're yeah. not going to you've taken one 200 hour teacher training you want to make over 50, 60, 70 bucks a class, I'm sorry. Go get another training. Invest in yourself mm-hmm. as a student. You've taken a dozen trainings. I've literally taken a dozen trainings. Yeah. I got a master's degree in traditions of yoga and meditation. I put 80K into my studies. Mm-hmm. So now, in 2021, I made a promise to myself that when I teach a class to a corporate client, it will be at minimum 500 bucks an hour. Yeah. At minimum. And that has manifested. You know, we're both going to be, we'll talk about it in a little bit. We're both teaching at a festival this summer in Colorado, Drishti yeah. Beats. And they're paying us hand, very generously yeah. and putting us up. So that became a part of the communication piece for me where I discovered, wow, you know, teaching yoga, it can have lucrative um, l- l- lucrative, lucrative means. Mm-hmm. And also we have to put our time in as a student yeah and as a teacher yeah it's important that that internal balance of of shishya and guru the the teacher student relationship don't have a teacher cool keep searching 
Yeah. Your teacher, I, I dislike this quote, but God bless it. it. It's it's true. When the student is ready, the teacher comes. Yeah. God darn, man, that <laughs> ate me up for five and a half years. Mm-hmm. But then my teacher came, and sometimes there's hard reflection with your teacher. Yeah. They, they, they illuminate the darkness of your mind, the darkness of the corners of your life, so you can shed light in different areas and facets. So for me, yeah, Purium, network marketing, the opportunity of being an entrepreneur came into my life and I rose through the ranks quite quickly and I've been able to generate anywhere for me five to seven, eight thousand dollars a month creating residual income, working with holistic nutrition, working with team leadership, serving people who want to just have an additional superfood product and then also who don't want to have to work at a grocery store, yeah. work at a nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, I'm grateful for the people who do do that. And I always do my best. Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect, but I always do my best to be present with the person who's at the cashier check. If I'm on the phone, I will say, let me call you back in three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to ask how you are. I mean, like Tim at Natural Grocers, yeah, he's a cool old hippie. And I can't <laughs> wait to tell him and show him a photo of, or video of Don't Stop Believing. Because oh. I know he had seen Journey. Yeah. We saw Journey yesterday. Yeah, we did see Journey yesterday. And that, was, <laughs> that was incredible, you know? And I feel like, you know, when it comes to this concept of, you know, still being able to be in a material world but Mm. yet at the same time still embody a spiritual awareness Mm -hmm. like that's really the true balance of yoga that's the 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 sukha and also it's the the real deep awareness that every single opportunity that we have to be fully encompassed in this balance of of stira and sukham and this balance of really being in the world but not being of the world mm-hmm. right like that's the real magic like that's the real that's when we are able to really create our reality right and i've seen it time and time again <laughs> from from my own perspective of just you know asking for what i truly want mm-hmm. and knowing inside of my being that this is what I deserve Mm, because I've put in the work because I've put in the time because I've literally put forth all the steps to get to this point where when I do ask for what I deserve I get what I deserve Mm -hmm. and I feel that oftentimes we get stuck in this idea that you know maybe we're not worthy of what we're asking for and I feel like a lot of times that's the time when we need to go back to the drawing board. That means we need to go back to our studies. That means we need to go back to our self-love. That means we need to go back to our guru, our teachers, and really figure out how we can come back to that sense of really deserving what we ask for. Yeah. And I mean, in that piece, it is getting out into nature. Mm-hmm. Because when we get back to the core of ourselves with great spirit and with the mother, with this planet, we'll be able to clear out the muck, clear out the distraction, clear out the outer signals that are not in true resonance with our breath, with our field, with the earth frequencies. And and we can clarify what is it that you want? Mm -hmm. What is it that I want 
now, tomorrow, a year from now, three years from now? What is it that I want with my time? What is it that I want with the people that surround me? What is it that I want with my practice each and every day? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? I think I, for me, I mean, I'm so grateful that I've now got a giant beast of a dog. <laughs> I love him so much. And we go on a walk twice a day. But the reality is six months ago, I did not go on a walk twice a day. I did not get out in nature every single day to go spend at least an hour outside. Mm-hmm. And now I do. And when I do that, I'd say like 89.9% of the time, I am hyper-present with the, with sunshine, mm-hmm. with nature. It's amazing. Yeah, and I feel that when you align with nature, that's when you truly tap into the abundance mindset. Mm. Because the abundance mindset is literally nature. Natural mm. intelligence is always thriving in abundance. Mm. Like, you know, the apple tree grows and takes the nourishment from the ground in the rain and it grows apples. And the mango tree flows. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's just how it goes. And and I think that the more that we realize that just like that apple tree, just like that mango tree, mm. we are nature. Mm. And thus, as we continue to grow, we will have more abundance to share with Mm. the people that we love. Mm. And so that abundance may come in the form of teaching yoga. That Mm. abundance may come in the form of, you know, sharing your gift of cooking or sharing your gift of, you know, uh, time management resources, whatever it is. It's like there's so many different things that we have the opportunity of sharing. And it's just a matter of really tapping into that Mm. sense of awareness and then spreading that abundance. And it's all, and just speaking about that, it might be the abundance of somebody coming to take your yoga class who then upon the second time of hanging out with you may get you a free shirt at a concert. And then next thing you know, you might have a whole opportunity of, Whatever it is, because of someone who just came to your yoga class, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I'm being vague, but it just shows that when you step into the light of service and you do it without expectation and you receive a level of, I know what I'm worth, I'm giving myself the time and energy of day to speak out loud of what I'm worth, to speak for what I want, the universe will give back to you as a little God wink to show you that you're on your right path, especially if you ask for support mm-hmm. energetically, spiritually, to great spirit, you haven't ever just looked in the mirror or hugged a tree or laid on the ground and closed your eyes and stared at the sky and said, I am open and receptive to the divine messages that wish to come through you. Mm-hmm. Please. That's the abundance, openness, right? Yeah. Open. We have to be open to receive. That's mm-hmm. the key. Yeah. That is really the key. And I feel that that opening comes from the practice of yoga. Mm-hmm. And that opening comes from the, the deep awareness of meditation on a day to day basis. I was about to say, meditating every day. I haven't yeah. done my 20 minutes yet. I woke up. Did you already meditate? Yeah. 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 I, I, I literally, like, as soon as I wake up, I, I sit here, oh. I, I put on my paradigm. Yes. And I literally just tap in for mm. 20, maybe 30 minutes, like, before I even. You know, unless I have to blow my nose, unless I have to, you know, uh, take a pee or something Uh, like that. Like, that's like, that's the only time that I will really, uh, you know, not just go straight to meditation. But otherwise, I go straight to meditation. I have my singing bowl and I I use my singing bowl every morning (laughs) and I literally meditate 
And after my meditation, I do mantra. Mm. I feel that mantra is such an empowering way to connect back to the primordial sound of vibratory frequency. Mm-hmm. And when we actually emanate that sound, it's literally word sound power. If you're the first words that come out of your mouth are words of truth, of words of love, or words of compassion. Like, you know, like my mantras that I use are, are you know, how can we be removed from the darkness to the light, mm-hmm. you know, from weakness to strength, from death to immortality, like, you know, like those mantras hold a sense of resonance that mm-hmm. bring us into a space of mm-hmm. truly realizing our own power. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I just set an intention for the day. And then once I have that intention for the day... And then I go and take a shower, you know, take a poo, <laughs> take a poo and then take a shower in that order, actually, make some tea, uh, you know, really get ready for the day. And um, I feel that that practice of first honoring yourself is such an incredible mm. way to really feel the resonance of priming your day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This morning when I got out of bed, I went straight into Supta Mm-hmm. Which one could consider that that would be my meditation for 10 minutes or 12 minutes that I might have done that with my dog next to me. But no matter what it is, I was very tired. We stayed up a little late. I woke up pretty early. <laughs> we were at Journey last night. We were night. at Don't Journey last night. I like my like solid eight and a half hours of, med- of sleep each night, no matter what, anywhere from seven to eight. And yes, sitting twice a day is, is so critical. So that afternoon meditation is like that dose of coffee. Mm-hmm. So incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, we meditated over at the creek when I first got in, mm. and I was feeling pretty under the weather. Like, you tired. know, I just tired. I <laughs> just came, came Costa in Rica. from yeah, Costa Rica, like literally. And I was at a wedding. I drove six hours to get from the wedding back to um, the the airport and then literally slept two hours and then jumped on a plane uh, mm. and literally, you know, had a, I think it was like an eight hour flight to get here. And then I was just, you know, bam, straight back yeah. into it. So being able to have the opportunity to meditate and to really tap back into your energy, breathe some fresh air, go out into nature, you know, whether it's a creek, whether it's a nice little, you know, thatch of, of beautiful wooded area, nice little, you know, it could even be a pond, you know, like wherever you have like a nice little nature area, it could just be your backyard, some flowers, like really take the opportunity to observe nature and, and feel into that space. It does help a lot. And, you know, I think as we begin to close, I'd love to ask you this question. Do, do a lot of people ever ask you like, how do you travel this much? Or like, how do you do this? And, yeah. and I heard something really incredible where a lot of people might say, or does, do people ever ask you this? Like, I want to do what you do. Yes. All the time on Instagram, I get a lot of messages, right? That, you know, like, how do you do what you do? I want to do what you do. I want to travel. I want to teach here. So check this out. One of the most powerful responses that I ever heard to that statement, I want to do what you do is okay, cool. But are you willing to do what I did to do what I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a journey. What did you do? What, what, what was, are you willing to do the did in order to do the do? Yeah. Some people just want to like boost right to where it is at the height of the journey <laughs> to get there. Yeah. Rather than 
being upon the journey, not about the destination because you're here now, but you're going to continue and I'm going to continue. We're going to keep going. And I think that it's so important to be where we are and to, to, to love where we are, knowing that this too shall pass Mm -hmm. for those, excuse me, for those who are in the grief hole and the grief portal, rather this too shall pass. For those who are wanting to create new opportunity, to have more experiences teaching, speak it, live it, embrace it, mm-hmm. serve it. Because getting to the do, you got to do the did. Mm-hmm. You, know? you got to do the did. <laughs> <laughs> truth, truth, truth. Oh, uh, man. Well, I feel like, you know, it's really a beautiful practice to be able to tap back in and to also see how we can align to create more resources for our listeners. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I have committed to in this year has been uh, building out an app. And in that app, we're going to have 100 Days of Yoga, Yoga Revealed Challenge for you all to really tap into the resources that we have actually brought together based upon our knowledge, our experience, the teachers that we've interviewed, the incredible thought leaders, the gurus, the magnificent entrepreneurs that we have had the opportunity of linking with and compiling 100 Days of Yoga to empower you in really witnessing your dreams come true. Because one thing that I've realized is that through this practice of yoga, my whole entire life has changed. Mm. People don't I I don't I, I can't explain it enough to to really like show it but like literally every single day practicing yoga whether it's just you know 5 minutes in the morning 20 minutes at night whatever it is like the practice of yoga will change your life and through 100 days of practicing yoga that's literally what set my course for changing my whole entire life into where I am today so we're going to be providing you with this online resource so that you too can tap into this wisdom and you too can see the changes that are witnessed from that perspective of practicing every single day. I am super excited for it. You know, we have four quarters in a year, right? Just under 100 days, 90 days. And I do believe it takes just 90 days to learn a skill set, mm-hmm. to also shift your mindset, mm-hmm. to cultivate a certain daily action, to hold a level of accountability. Yes. And it takes 90 days plus 10 to truly change your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're about to do it. And so get ready for that. Um, also, you can find us both. We'll be at Dristy Beats. We're actually setting up a live podcasting space there, which is going to be absolutely incredible. So awesome! So not only will we be pumping out really incredible content, but we'll also be teaching there as well. Together, yeah, yeah, so fun. You can come July eighth through tenth in Snowmass, which is right around the corner from Aspen, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And if you go to uh, our links in our bio or the link in this description, you'll be able to get your tickets, reserve your seat, get your friends there. And we have a discount code for you. YR Beats. YR Beats. Use it at checkout. Saves you some dollars. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we're super excited to see you guys there. It's going to be absolutely next level. It's here in Colorado and Snowmass. But it's more than just a yoga festival. It's also a music festival, which is cool because 
you know, we'll be teaching our classes, but we'll have DJs, Live paired, DJs. paired with us. And what's cool to me, like all of you probably know Emancipator, right? Yeah. You've heard Emancipator and I've been listening to Emancipator for 10 years and he has his violinist, right? And his name is Lapa. His name is Lapa and Lapa, his name is Ilya Goldberg. And so Lapa is going to be playing for me on my DJ on my on my yoga class and then another one will be frameworks hmm. which I'm stoked about that's going to be next level it's going to be so cool <laughs> i'm super excited yeah yeah i'm excited too it's going to be absolutely next level so we hope to see you there in person and until next time live light shine bright love life fully and we will see you again sooner than later much mm. love yoga revealers namaste Yoga Revealed Podcast. This is Alec Vishal Rubin and Andrew Sevensili. And we are so grateful to share this moment and this episode with you. By the time you've listened to this, Drishti Beats has already happened. And we wanted to share this incredible episode that we did record a few weeks ago. However, stay tuned. There are some amazing projects that Andrew and myself are working on for you. We will be together for two to three weeks in August to create our first ever offering, 100 Days of Yoga. So stay tuned, my friends. More coming to you very soon. From my heart to yours, your brother Alec Pashal Rubin is sending you the infinite love life, love tribe vibrations. Keep practicing yoga. Keep taking it into the moment and be sure to listen to your intuition and your heart because that always knows best. Much love, namaste, and aloha. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.